working. I can hear it. It's your turn, by the way. Welcome to the Get Offset podcast. My name is Andrew. And my name is Emily, and I'm going to edit that out so nobody knows what happened that made you pause. <gasps> yeah, they'll they'll never be able to guess that the music restarted itself. And yep, he's a liar. <laughs> um, I I've been accused of many things, and that's not even the worst of them. So that's not even nobody's ever accused you of lying. Never. No, you definitely wouldn't have lied about that. No. No. Not once. Yeah. Never lied. No, no, I, uh, the, the intro restarted. I don't know how to turn off that infinity symbol. So <laughs> it's well, no big deal. It is what it is. I'm not too worried about it. It happened. It's behind us. It's officially behind us. That's, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. It's okay. It's okay. But not like physically behind us, man, but like in the timeline of eternity, bro. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. Speaking of which, the mask mandates back in Washington, and I'm fine with that, honestly. Like, sure, it's okay. I, I, it doesn't bother me if I'm being. It, it is. It is what it is. I kind of barely stopped wearing masks, honestly. No, the only place that it's going to take some getting used to again wearing a mask indoors is the gym. Because that's yeah, that's not Sucks. fun. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Like, I recognize that I'm still getting the oxygen that I need. It's not about that. It's more about, like, breathing in really hard and tasting my mask. Yeah. Like, the the ones that have kind of more, like, shape and form are a lot better. Like, do you have one of the uh, Under Armour ones that kind of has more form to it? No. I've just been wearing um, disposable masks. Like the KN95s? Uh, no, I usually just wear surgical masks in there. Oh yeah. Those will come right back in right right into your mouth hole. So like step one was like acclimating a mask is acclimating to the smell of your own breath. And then step two of the gym apparently is tasting your own breath. And I I don't recommend, especially first Mm -hmm. thing in the morning. I usually Mm -hmm. haven't, this is probably too much information. I don't, if I roll out of here. If I roll out of bed at 5.45 in the morning to get to the gym. Can't we just avoid it, though? And I <laughs> wanted to hear about what your breath tastes like, dude. I'm not I'm not your wife. <laughs> so, I'm trying to enjoy my my breakfast smoothie. What I'm trying to say is I brush my teeth after I get home from the gym. But Ew. It's too early. No, it's not. Yeah. Dude, you're just brush your teeth when you wake up. <laughs> That's like you're – oh, God. Especially if you're like a mouth breather at night, which all of us are at some point. Ugh. Nasty. Add that to the list of things I've been accused of. Mouth so how breathing. you been? I've been good. I've been good. You know, I've, uh, um, the Sunday crush show at Connor Byrne on Saturday, the 28th is officially on very excited. Um, we're really feeling good about the mask mandate for that one. Um, feeling more confident, had, had a rehearsal, kind of working through the set list, going to practice again a couple more times, uh, just to get ready for that show. Um, then I have another show with Jerf playing bass at the tractor tavern on the second. So going to have a, a busy, a busy week, uh, for shows. And then, uh, a little break, a little break. So, uh, it's going to be, going to be good. Um, 
I'm excited uh, to play in front of human beings. And what's interesting, what's kind of wild is that even though the Sunday Crush record came out on Black Friday last year, we've never played those songs in front of people. We haven't played those songs in front of people since the album came out. We've played them in front of people lots of times before the album came out, but not since. So, like, if you're in Seattle, please come out, show us some love, um, vax or negative COVID test in the past 48 hours, and masks are required, and um, we'll have merch. Merch. Yes. So we're, we're thrilled. Um, we might throw in some fun nostalgic covers in there. And there's going to be some new stuff, probably. So, Oh. Oh. Yes, you have my intrigue. Intrigue. Yes. Yes, so that's, that's just part of my what's new. Um, today, I'm going to be auditioning a new drive section for my Sunday Crush pedal board. So I think I'm going to try to film a video uh, based around that right now and for... Most of last year, I had the uh, Chase Bliss uh, Benson collab, the um, Automaton Mark II. Um, but just because I'm playing some outdoor gigs this this fall um, and some bar gigs, like that that was so great for the live streams uh, to have that much control. It's such you know a nice pedal that I think I'd rather play um, some kind of more robust pedals sure. um i don't i don't really want to put that one in risk so i'm going like for the place of that one i can fit a couple of other dirt pedals maybe put a fun little filter pedal in there did uh, you ever so I'm going, did you ever order one of the lids for the automaton no i'm going to message them and see if i can get one um because i have that and i also have their reverb unit that i never filmed a demo of because i bought it <laughs> uh so Fair. i yeah i mean that, that and that's very much a studio tool it is so beautiful. Oh my God. Um, so, uh, and people have been asking me for a while to do a video about the Sunday Grush pedal board. So I, I am finally going to do that. Um, figure out a way to film that. Cause it's a pretty big pedal board because of course my amp is basically on the board. Right. Um, when I say big, I don't mean a lot of stuff on it. It's like numerically. It's just, a. It's physically right large. Now, Pedals yeah, it's of size. Large. Yeah, because I, I try to like do a lot with a little. So I have the Ernie Ball uh, Volume Pedal Junior. Um, right now I have <laughs> I have the Crowther Hotcake driving <laughs> the uh, the the Chase Bliss uh, preamp Mark II. Going into the Somersault by Caroline, and then I have the Enzo, and then I also have the 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 uh, preset controller for the Enzo going into the Milkman. And that's the entire, that's it. That's everything. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. And I also want to change the, uh, the right now I have the, um, the plate reverb on the Milkman. I want to make sure I get that back to the spring reverb. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. And then I got, I bought, this is my, this is my last thing. Oh, it's not my last thing. I kind of have I got some. I got some. What's news? Okay. I have. I got the Beavis and Burkhead. <laughs> yes, you limited did. edition, uh, uh, big ear pedal with limited edition artwork. It's a Beavis and Butthead themed distortion pedal. I forget the exact cause this went to, <laughs> but it was a charity pedal, so I was excited to buy it. And look at my. Can you see and read my serial number on it? Yep. 
60 CH9. They sent me 69. <laughs> Thank you, Grant and Karen. I feel I feel blessed by that nice. number. And then I also got the official Rocket Music Gear strap. Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has all their pedals on it. So thank you. I'm very happy. But um, the last thing, the last thing I have to cover, because I'm just such a fucking idiot. Oh, my God, dude. So our um, Patreon supporter, David Ishizaka, like a year ago, had sent me his submarine pickup. And he said oh just hold on to it for as long as you need it film some content it'll be really fun send it to grant and karen when you're done i was like cool yeah i will thank you so much it's really nice of you and uh, then i never filmed it because i got real busy and uh oh my gosh i'm just so stupid and i uh misplaced it and then he had, uh, was like hey my brother's getting into guitar or something can you send it back and i was like I know it's in my house. Uh, so then I was just like, I just, I just want to get it back to him. I ordered a new one. And I had been looking for the box that he shipped it in because obviously he shipped it in a bigger box than it came in. Um, I couldn't find it. And I knew that Rick and I had moved a bunch of boxes. So I was like, kind of like, well, it's in my house. So I know if I order a new one, the best the worst case scenario is I own one now. Like that's the only scenario is that I own one now. And like literally the moment I see the box that comes in and I, I open the box and I see it, I'm like, I look to my right. I'm like, damn it. I see it. Yep. And I open it and I know that I'd opened this box before and I had seen this little cloth and I thought that ain't it and I just instead of like looking through the box taking the thing off and seeing that obviously it was in there I just put the lid back on the box like a friggin idiot could save myself 20 pounds but now I have it so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do some fun stuff with that this weekend I still can't find the OC5 that I loaned you and that you gave me back so I've and I've gone, I actually just rearranged my office again. I know. The thing is, I know you gave it back because I remember <laughs> thinking, I thought you were holding on to that for a while longer. So I it's probably like, I probably got like moved under my sofa, honestly. Like it probably just is under there somewhere. Fair enough. It's not a big deal. I'm just, I feel like a dweeb. Well, now you just have an excuse to film a video using two submarines for I know. Some I'm reason. excited. I think that I'm going to do like I, I borrowed back uh, another. Uh, I have another octave pedal, so I'm obviously going to do like some bass string octave stuff. Sure. Um, I'm I'm open to suggestions on what to do with the other one. Behind the pickup, behind the uh, behind the bridge. That could be fun. There. Yeah, that's actually a good should idea. I, like that. What should I do with behind the the bridge? Maybe the microcosm. That would be neat. Just kind of get some pad going under underneath everything. Mm-hmm. So like sub pad. Mm-hmm. I think that would be really fun to do for like some finger style ambient. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have a lot of options, but I mean, it's, it's going to be just like so many cables coming out of the guitar. I'm going to need to get like, I have the, um, I wish 
I wish Master's Effect still made the Alchemist because it really was such a neat little device. And I have the um, Split Meld from Old Blood, and I have another ABY splitter. I probably have several ABY splitters, actually. The utility stuff, like, you just really can't have enough of right. those kinds of pedals. Agreed. Yeah. I can even just fade, put them into a couple different amps or signal chains and have, uh, you know, I have plenty of inputs in my um, audio interface, so. So many options. Options, options, options. Options, options, options. Ack! What's new with you? I rearranged my office again. Um, nice. Now, so, I, I mean, so you'll see that the couch isn't behind me anymore. Uh, I miss it, the couch being behind you, but I, I get needing to move a couch. I have moved it over here, which is where my workbench was. I put my workbench underneath the window uh, over here. Uh, mm -hmm. And uh, after kind of looking around, I also had a big old bookshelf right here. So I, I pulled the bookshelf out entirely. The bookshelf was like at the end of my desk, so I couldn't even access the bottom half of the shelves. Yeah, that's not, and it just, that's not helpful. This is such a small room that having something so tall made it feel like a much smaller room. And yeah. uh, we wanted to put that in the living room. So we've now put it in the living room and we can access the shelves sort of. So it's now up against the couch in the living room and it sticks out just enough to where the bottom shelf is now a, a hidden cat bed area. Oh, yeah. I so, like that kind of dealio. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I, so I've moved the workbench over here and I just need to take the end off. It's a modular bench. So I can take like the, it's got like wings, extendable wings to make it longer or shorter. So I just need to adjust that. But now I can have my workbench here. I've moved the couch over here and that freed up this wall. And I don't know if you'll see this in the camera shot. Oh, maybe barely, but my amp is down there. Nice right in front of an outlet. One of two outlets in this room that actually has a ground plug. Um, cool. So, oh, because your house is kind of old? Yeah, I have like two-thirds, no, three-quarters of the outlets in the house don't have a ground plug. There's usually only one per room. Yeah, I um, in my house in Nashville, I would had to buy some uh, converters. Right, which aren't necessarily the safest things, but... Well, I, yeah. Uh, Anyways, the whole yeah. point of like this being exciting is a couple of things is one, if I've got some like a friend over, like I've had a couple of friends over the last couple of months, like, oh yeah, let's go hang out in the office. And then like, I'll sit here and I'll want to like show them something on the computer and they're sitting right behind me going. <laughs> what, what are we looking at? So now having like the, having it right here. Now I, I can pretend like I'm their therapist. Um, yeah, it's a much more collaborative space. Downside is that this won't be as useful for sitting down and watching TV since I don't have a TV. Therefore, this is my TV. Yeah, I like having my my um, sofa is over there. And mm -hmm. so like I can uh, swivel my monitor over that direction. Oh. And I've done that before. Yeah. So I can I can swivel my monitor I can uh, pivot my um, one of my JBL speakers mm -hmm. that way too, so I can hear everything that's going on. So I just kind of turn it all. Um, 
I've done some, like, listening to some presentations and stuff that way. Done, like, a Hulu show on my lunch break or whatever that way if I really wanted to, like, vibe. But I like doing that because if I have somebody over, I can just, like, kind of move the monitor over. Like, oh, hey, yeah, like, let me show you how this is working out and just kind of, like, shuffle it over to show them. Or they can, like, grab a chair and they can sit next to me if they need to. Um, that kind of thing. Or we can just be like talking and kind of like, going over ideas. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, let's like lay that down. Let's discuss it. So like, I, at least you can like kind of like pivot and talk more easily yep. versus if somebody is behind you. So I love that idea. I think it's a great idea. Yep. I'm i uh, I'm pretty hyped on it actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I had a friend over a couple of nights ago as well to, uh, to chat about some Fox Cairo stuff and, uh, yeah, we were able to like sit down like, oh yeah, here you go. And they just like tilted the monitor and here's this and here's this and just showing them everything that I do uh, for the business. And yeah, I mean, it was just a much better feel. Now, downside is I've now taken out a bookshelf, which is storage space. And I then rearranged everything and I've only hung up one shelf to add storage space to make up for it. So I... Yeah. I mean, you can sort of see the chaos a little bit peeking out at the edges of uh, my camera here, but farther outside of the camera, it's a little chaotic in here. But I think by yeah. the end of the weekend, I can have this back into a functional space again. And the hope and I think the reasonable outcome here is going to be that this is a much more functional space, which yeah. will free me up to not be constrained by my space. I, I, I feel that my my space is essentially like it, it undulates. It will go pretty frequently from being like it's it's pretty much always functional, like from what people see on screen, but just off screen, it can it's pretty disastrous sometimes. Sure. Like right now, because I'm about I'm going to film uh, this weekend a couple of um, interesting videos that I haven't kind of filmed that kind of content before the audition videos. So that's going to obviously involve pulling things on and off of pedal boards or putting things in an order, uh, taking them out, taking them in. So I have like a couple pedal boards out cause I want to build a little bitty baseboard for jerf situations. Um, and that's going to involve like a, uh, DI cab for at least one of the shows. So I'm going to have the, um, I think it's called the downtown express, the fender, um, base workstation kind of thing. I'm going to probably have a drive pedal on that as well. I don't love the overdrive on that pedal, but I really like the compressor on it Sure. and the EQ, um, and the mute and the tuner out. So obviously I need those three, I need at least three pedals on that board, perhaps a filter for one of the songs I think could kind of benefit from some sort of filter. Um, and then the Sunday crush video, of course. And then I might do a third kind of mini, mini esque board. Um, I'm thinking I want to have another board kind of built around a tone master amp that I might be getting because right. I think it would be cool to have like a lightweight amp instead of just like the DI amp with the cab that I use sometimes. And those do have digital spring reverb, which I think sounds pretty good, but you know, I have the, it's, it's not a visible in this video. It's visible in a lot of videos, the Surfy King real spring reverb. Right. I'd love to have that on a board and kind of build a board around that 
analog spring reverb unit because if you can have like this like super reverb it has mm-hmm. like a pretty good sounding tremolo and you can just like make up for the fact that it has a digital spring that not everybody likes and drop in this analog spring unit that you already have like right why the hell, why the hell wouldn't you build like an entire board around that unit yeah yeah why wouldn't i at least so i mean i have that other uh fender case the tweed case that fits that um medium-sized squatch board that i have yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. yeah and then i have the fender uh engine room level 10 that level level eight that has uh the 12 fold outs and that's what the uh um surfy bear runs on so i'm like i have like everything i need to run that um, right effectively more than effectively so um like i you know if i get things on boards then i get i'm getting them off of walls <laughs> so uh yeah i I've, i have lots of plans uh, this weekend, I'm also going to hopefully uh, clear off my workbench in the garage. It was kind of a mess in there. I had to get a new boxing bag. Um, the one that I got through Fight Camp was a dud. I can't. I don't really want to get too into it because no one gives a shit about my boxing regimen. But um, basically, it wasn't pulling down over the base, and it wasn't my fault. And uh, the new one they sent us pulls down perfectly over the base. So uh, there's going to be a lot less moving, the bag moving around the, the, the garage while I'm working out, which will be fantastic. But um, it was kind of a wreck in there. because I think you're just too strong and it's just, that's what's causing the bag to move around. Guns. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh my God. Earthquake. All right. Duck for cover. close enough sure all right um don't remember what i was talking about but it's fine well glad to hear that you uh, survived the earthquake that was frightening <laughs> it's amazing i also didn't feel it over here <laughs> uh yeah we're editing that out but uh the clamp you gotta leave used... it a little bit of it Yeah, my webcam fell. (laughs) Oh, well. Mm. You can support Get Offset on Patreon at patreon.com slash getoffset. We are so close to um, forcing Andrew to uh, to cover the Wiggles in a hardcore genre of his choice. Yep. And uh, I'm very excited about it. We that is supposed to be happening. I think we're like five or ten bucks away. So uh, if you if you uh, if you support us at the five dollar a month level, you get access to our exclusive um, Discord server. Yeah, and it is a fun, supportive community filled with respect. Is the is the cool. Wiggles cover going to be only for patrons? I think so. I think that's fair. I think that's it's- fair. I think if you want to be able to hear the nonsense that's in progress right now, um, yeah, we're not sharing this with everybody. I think that's reasonable. I think that's fair because they're the ones who made it happen. Yep. Exclusive content. Yeah. Yeah. And you get other exclusive content too. That is true. Um, 
and early access to things and exclusive access to us and other fun stuff. Um, it's a good time. It's a good time over there. It's a good time. Uh, we also have merch. You can also at podcast.com slash shop. Um, and if you want to support the show in a way that doesn't uh, require any financial support from you, you can rate review on iTunes and you uh, can like comment, subscribe on YouTube. Yeah. Both of those are excellent ideas. Yeah. I think you can also subscribe on uh, Spotify and all that stuff, but eh, whatever. Um, cool. And this uh, episode of Get Offset is sponsored by Caroline Guitar Company. Uh, I had mentioned earlier that their Summer Salt is on the official Sunday Crush board. Um, both myself and my bassist used the Summer Salt, and it is pretty essential to the Sunday Crush sound at this point. It is a chorus and vibrato, and it is just a wonderful pedal. Uh, it's very underrated on bass. I wish more people would play it on bass. Um, it just is surprisingly good. It's very lush. Sure. Lovely chorus sounds. So check that out for guitarists and bassists all over the world. Caroline Guitar Company Corporation. <laughs> well there we go yes there, you there have we it. do go there we do go nice so um this week uh was an interesting week for one of my friends another emily h this emily h all those emily's is not a guitarist she is a harpist and you may know her as emily harpist she has a youtube channel and she went viral this week she has a video that has well over half a million views at this point. Oh, that kind it of viral. Was... Goodness. Oh, yeah. You, we really have to be specific <laughs> in this day and age. Right. Don't right. we? But uh, she had a, a video where she was playing uh, an electro – I believe it was an electro foods pedal, perhaps some other distortion pedals uh, through her harp. And it got on the first page of the Nerdist, of Yahoo News, was covered a lot of places. I went into um, band practice for my Americana project uh, where I play bass, Jerf, and the singer Jeff came in. He was talking about how he saw this really cool uh, video of this woman who was playing um, uh, Distortion Pedals through a harp. And I was like, Emily, yeah? And he's like, yeah, yeah, she's great. I'm like, oh, I love Emily. We talk, we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. He's like, oh, God, I just love her. I'm like, yeah, we... We talk like we talk a lot. We talk pretty much every day. He's like, "Oh, so you're friends, friends?" And I told her, and she, she, about <laughs> it. she I thought it was funny, and she sent a message to him on Instagram, and it just like made his fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was more impressed that I knew her than like with me in general. <laughs> I was like, "Ah, okay." <laughs> See how just that casual yeah. name drop in there. Yeah, sometimes you have to just to prove that I was like being honest, but <laughs> right, but um. You know, when with success like that comes um, a lot of really rude and mean comments. And, of course, her video was no exception. Most of the comments were in extremely supportive and like, enthusiastic. And people just sure. loved it. They thought it was funny. It sounded great. It was so cool. And there have been, like, TikTok duets that were really cool and that she was sharing. And just, I, I've seen such great stuff come out of this video. Um, and I've seen some really mean comments come out of this video. Uh, yep. Things like ranging from general misogyny to uh, like, uh, oh, I bet her boyfriend made her do this. She can't even play. I'm like, you can listen to this and be like, 
Bish can play. <laughs> like just for the record. Like, have, have you ever tried to play a heart? Yes, it is the hard. Yes, I've tried once, and I like in like thirty seconds. Like, oh my, no, it, no! You can like you can pick up a guitar and you can learn like three chords in thirty minutes and be able to struggle through like jumper by thread blind. Something. Yeah, yeah, you can like learn a song on guitar in an hour. I'm not confident you can do that with the harp. Well, and for me, like I remember, like trying to like sit there. I'm not even sure what way I'm supposed to hold it. I just assume something like this. I think like it's this. like this. I think I think your left hand is closer it's to like your fist, body and the right. It's like fisticuffs, but open handed. It, no, it's like a it's like southpaw stance. Hmm. There we go. Uh, but I remember, like, the more I looked, it's like the Notre Dame mascot. The more I looked at the <laughs> at the strings, the more lost I was because there's just so many of them, like. I, I don't know if this is like a weird, like, like I don't actually have dyslexia, but like, I imagine that's kind of like the same, like I couldn't keep track of like what was where. And at a certain point I just like, I had to like close my eyes and like, all right, there's that one. There's that one. Just like kind of get the feel for it. But I was completely lost. When I say get the feel for it, I mean like I managed to hit like the, the string I was intending to hit, even if it didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's something that like, it's a testament to practice and, and skill and dedication yep. to do, to, to be able to, to make harp your livelihood the way Emily has. And uh, to, to say, to say something like any comment that implies that she's not a real musician is laughable yes. and, um, and cruel. And there's no reason to say that kind of thing. And it, it, it can only stem from a place of just, jealousy and envy at her at her success and i think that is really the only logical explanation for it and it just really is a reminder a stark reminder of um anytime there is success anywhere there are going to be people who are envious of that success and it, it really comes out the more the more you have and anytime you do get a little bit of haters on the internet you can be pretty sure that, especially when there's also a lot, when it's like a 90-10 ratio where most of what you're seeing is love. And yep. then every once in a while you're seeing someone who is just saying something that's like laughably bad and so different than everybody else. It's a pretty, that's a pretty clear indication that someone is just extremely jealous. Totally. But I mean, like, if it's just like a handful of people who are upset, does that really have any impact on your platform? You're like, why not just drown out the, just focus on the other 90%. What's the, this is because a you're, cause you, Yeah. Cause you're a human being and words, uh, we'll words hurt, you know, and uh, it takes a lot of time and energy. And uh, for me, pers- for me personally, therapy uh, to get past like uh those kinds of words hurting and like being able to come to grips with the fact that like hurtful and hateful words don't matter as much. And if someone is going to be cruel to you, well then fuck them. Uh, they don't matter. And right. uh, it's just, it, it takes a very long time and I don't think everybody even gets there to the point where it doesn't. Well, I mean, that's why a lot of celebrities don't read their comment sections. 
Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And you know, I mean, what is it? It's the and, 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 mean and tweets. Same, I think. I don't want yeah, to say that's it's like Jimmy a Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel thing. Yeah, because they read mean things about they, themselves. They haven't read the tweets that people like write like angry tweets about them that are yeah, that some are floating do. out there. Some do, some don't. Uh, some people just delete them as soon as they see them. Some people respond to them. Some people invite them. Ryan Burke invites them. You know, it's like we've done troll series before, and some people right. get them worse than others. You know, I don't get them as bad as some other women on the internet get them. Uh, some pages seem to just attract them more than other pages. Um, you know, my my general response to mean tweets, and sometimes sometimes I'm in the mood to kind of like respond to them more uh, than others. It, but my general response is just thanks for watching because generally it's like jokes on you. I got your view. You're driving my traffic. Yeah. You know, thanks for leaving the comment because YouTube doesn't really differentiate like your hateful ass comment to a positive one. YouTube doesn't, YouTube doesn't differentiate your downvote for an upvote. Engagement is engagement. YouTube doesn't give a shit and neither do I particularly. Right. Um, And traffic is traffic. The more clicks you get, the more money you get. If, if, if you're, if you're YouTube. If I, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not a lot of money. (laughs) Let's, let's, be honest it's like, no, no no for 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 you but i'm sure you youtube's making a lot more money off of your videos yeah. than you are for yeah, being YouTube really honest yeah yeah youtube is definitely making more money off me than i'm making off youtube uh, yep yeah so i i mean it's just so but like getting back to, to it like it 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 it's very easy and normal to be jealous of someone else's success i mean it's it's a very natural human reaction to like want which you don't have, which reminds me. Remember remember when I I released the week the video about my guitars falling off the wall and someone commented like if you covet your guitars then why did you hang them and I kept saying how can I covet something that's mine <laughs> I did see that and then he kept saying like he kept using the word covet wrong and right I'm like to to covet. Like I and it was just like yesterday. He he. I'm like, oh, he read the verse like, "Covet thy neighbor's wife," as in love thy neighbor's wife, and not want what is not yours. Like he just did not crack open the OED on that one. Like just read a dictionary on that one. Merriam-Webster, clean up in aisle four. <laughs> Paging Merriam-Webster to aisle four for a wet cleanup. And just to be clear uh, to listeners, to covet means to want something that is not yours and is in fact someone else's and like in a very yearning sort of way to yearn for something that's not yours, but is someone else's. It does not mean to love. Correct. So I cannot, you, you literally cannot covet something that belongs to you. That is like, you cannot, that is not possible. For instance, like I can say that I covet your baritone Telecaster. I covet away, bud. I probably now, obviously I don't one. because I'm 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 a good boy, but I I have reasonable um, sense of boundaries. But the point is, is that that is how that works. Yeah. I did buy that, so jealousy. Um. Hey, jealousy. Great song. I do love the gin blossoms. Um, so it's like, it's really normal to like <laughs> covet and it's normal to have jealousy. Um, and also I have great too, band. you know, like I see, 
I see other channels sometimes. Uh, like I see them um, premiering, having premieres that are opportunities that I didn't get. And I'm like, oh, it would have been really cool to get that. And it's just really important for me to remind myself I have opportunities that they don't have, you know? Exactly. You know, I, I've i had really cool opportunities. I got to be in the pedal movie, and that was, uh, you know, an opportunity a lot of other people didn't get. A lot yep. of channels that are bigger than us didn't get, which I'm sure, you know, there are a lot of people who thought and said very vocally that I didn't deserve, which Yeah, is but fine. your boyfriend made you do it, so. My boyfriend made me do it. Don't tell my husband. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Don't tell my husband. Um, and, you know, I have you know, great relationships with really cool brands that I am just so happy with. And I, I don't want for a lot. And so when I do get those feelings, I just kind of say to myself, hey, it's really cool that like my friends and these people I respect a lot are getting these really cool opportunities. I'm just going to keep like focusing on myself and what I'm doing and uh, make other opportunities happen for me. And, you know, frankly, if my friends have opportunities and I kind of also want those opportunities, I'm not that embarrassed to, to ask them if they feel comfortable introducing me to similar opportunities. And the worst thing that they'll say is no. Yeah, that's And reasonable. that's fine. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of people are just afraid of asking politely, just very politely ask. The worst thing that someone can say is no. And no, I, I think the, the way you, to convince them is just to tear them down for what they already have. And then they'll, they'll want to share from there. Yeah. That's exactly the way to do it. It's just right. like really shame somebody for their success. Yeah. And that will make them want to then give you everything that they have already. That's exactly the way to do it. No, the real, the way to do it is to just be sincere, be kind. The best advice I've ever gotten in my life is be cool. I think about, I thought I was thinking about that this morning. I'm like, sincerely, the best advice I've ever gotten is be cool. And it just sounds like such shitty advice, but like, be cool. It, it sounds so fucking stupid, but it's like, Hey, you know, relax. Don't try to force things to happen. You know, if things are meant to happen, they'll happen. If you're trying to make shit happen, if you're trying to really just shoehorn in situations where you don't belong, it's not going to make people like you more. Um, if you advocate for yourself, but aren't pushy, that's the best thing that you can do. You know, just work, just focus on yourself, making yourself better, making your craft better and advocate for yourself without being pushy. That's the best thing that you can do. Just, just like let people know, Hey, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. This is my mission. And yep. I think I personally see a way that we could work together. Um, I'd like to know if you feel the same way. And if you don't, I completely understand. Let me know if it's cool for me to like circle back at some point. And if not, I, it's fine. Like it, it just kind of leave it at that. Like let people know that, it's fine if you don't if they don't want to have a relationship with you because that makes people feel more comfortable that you respect their boundaries. Exactly. Yeah. Like letting people know that if 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 they tell you no that it's okay makes them feel better and it will make them feel more comfortable that when they do say no that you you're not going to go fucking nuclear on them 
And, we'll and actually when they do say one- yes, it's gonna, it's not because they were coerced into doing it. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I, and it'll open up more doors for you in the future because even if even because they'll know that even if you weren't if if if, if, if it wasn't right between you two. It'll 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 still keep you in their mind as if if they have if, if someone asks them like, hey, do you know anybody who's like might be a good match for this? Right. Maybe they'll think about you, you know, because you were cool and you were cool about something. You were cool about being told no then because it wasn't a good match. But maybe you're a good match for this other thing. And they're going to be like, you know, they were really cool. They were really cool about that. So maybe, you know, just... Being a good person really gets you a lot farther than you would think. Yep. And, you know, a lot of people are going to say, but being the best at what you do should get you the farthest. And, it, yeah, maybe. It should, it, it should get you pretty far, but if you're going to be a fucking asshole all the time, it's not going to – no one's going to want to work with I, you. I, I would make the argument that uh, part uh, – talent is a whole package. Or, yeah, or talent, like well, so talent isn't the entirety of the package. Like, so who you are and the way that you present yourself is part of that whole package. And so, like, yeah, this relationship talking, is so. I mean, I'm sorry. This this um this industry is so much about relationships. Do people want to be absolutely. around you? Because you well, have to and be a around lot of people. Industries are. Yeah, because you have to be around you for so many hours in the day, and if you fucking suck. Yep, it's all part of the package. I mean, that's, I mean, corporate culture has come a long way from like, what can you do? And more into a how do you do it kind of mentality. And I think, I think that is a much more human shift in in an industry that's art driven. It's a lot more natural for the humanity around it to be more central, Uh, especially like in the pedal industry, when it's so many of these smaller mid-sized businesses that really care about networking and relationship. Mm-hmm. Like what are you doing? Uh, so, yeah. but yeah, absolutely. I, 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 my vote goes with a uh, Hakuna Matata. Whether it be if you're networking within this industry, whether uh, you're just a fan in the industry, watching someone like Emily skyrocket to the moon. Yeah, just be happy for other people's success. Yep. Uh, you know, don't be jealous about the, that success. You know, I think, and I think one of the best things you can do for your own mental health, and it just really sounds like bullshit sometimes, especially when you're in a bad place. And, you know, it's the kind of advice that it's, it's hard to do when you're in like the darkest place in your life. And if you're in a really, really dark place, uh, sometimes you def like I needed therapy to help me get to the place that I could actually start working through this and doing it because it takes practice to completely like change that part of your brain that's like immediately going to that negative thing it sure. like really took a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy for me to get to that it's like focus on the positive things like because um my ne- my automatic thought was au- like i automatically went to the negative thing i automatically went to the negative thing every single time and it took training to like recognize i was going negative and pull it back and go positive especially sure. when i was thinking about myself like i'm a fucking idiot i'm a fucking idiot i'm a fucking idiot it's it's just a mistake anybody could do it just a mistake anybody could do it and then just kind of working to like not be so damn mean to myself all the time no i mean that's absolutely part of it yeah so it's like it just and i feel better when i focus on the positives and other people because when i'm 
thinking about the positives in other people, I'm not worried about other people focusing on the negatives in me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that'd be different for everybody, but. Yeah, I, no, that's just me personally. That's just what's working for right. me personally. But I, I just know that, like, when I stopped, like, talking shit and judging other people, I I stopped assuming other people were talking shit about and judging me. Because <laughs> I just, you know, you kind of assume other people are doing and thinking the way that you're doing and thinking. Right. A little bit. Even if you're not, like, aware of it all the time. It's true, I think. Oh, my internet connection was restored. I didn't know it went away. I didn't know it went away. It was probably like one of those like like half a millisecond just long enough for it to trigger the notification. My other what's new is that um, Rick figured out what was wrong with my internet and he fixed it. Oh, good. Yeah, basically I got a better Wi-Fi extender for down here. Not a mesh network, just a, a powered USB extender situation. Sure. Yeah. Actually, I think it might be a 4.0. Yeah. Wi-Fi. One of my neighbors. uh, There you go. Internet. Congratulations. Wi-Fi names is uh, 5G radiation chemtrails. And then there's Yonsei. Gwen Stefani. Stunk bug. Computer blue. <laughs> I got a Prince fan as a neighbor. I want to meet them. <laughs> Just log into their network. <laughs> I bet I could guess a bunch of like Prince, Prince themed passwords. So Where you hack into their life? network and then you hack it and then you remote into their PC once you're on there, because not a lot, of, not everybody has already be turned off, and you just open up a notepad that says, "Hi, this is Emily from your next door. Let's be friends." I see. Hi, that you're a you want to share some Prince bootlegs? Yep. You want to come over and watch Under the Cherry Moon? <laughs> La da 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 da. You got any fun plans coming up? Um. I'm I, my fun plan right now is to clean the kitchen and then get back in here and start rearranging and decide if I'm going to go to Ikea or not. I want to go to Ikea. I don't think I have time to go to Ikea because I've got a early dinner thing this evening that I have to go to. I, I might be seeing our Patreon supporter Jason today. Oh, fun. I think I'm going to do a charcuterie play to my place. Nice. Shaw. I'm excited. Um, what if we filmed an episode of Get Offset at Ikea and just like re- like looked at the things and made a decision about whether or not this could be used for guitaring? Well, I mean, that's why I've got um, – oh, where did I put it? Whew. I've got like a could, mini cutting bo- – oh, here we go. Could this be pedal board? Could this be pedal board? They're so small. Aptilig. That would it, fully fit in the monotick case. That's that's part of my thought. Is something yeah. like really small like this, you get I was thinking 
Um, I don't, I'd have to double check. I've got that Sonic Cake power supply and I'm wondering if it has enough on tap to power the three Mako series and just make that like this little mini board. Ooh, I think it might have like a 1200 max. Mm. So you'd be pushing it potentially. But I think this would be the cutest little board. I have one 500 port. I honestly don't remember. I haven't looked at it in a while, but anyways, uh, finding a cute way to do this or even just a one spotter at a certain point. I don't know. It's if it's three pedals, it's probably not as big of a deal. Yeah. I don't know what the Mako walrus Mako. I mean, I've got them sitting right over there. Just slightly out of range for my, my headset. <sighs> I remember it being like 300 something per pedal, like 325 or something. Oh, that's it. Okay. That, that's, I was thinking they were f- f- more. I might be misremembering. I'll take a look at it. I mean, I, I would, I don't, I just kind of always assume 500 for things like that, which is stupid. It's the safest assumption. Yeah, I know. Specs. Oh, I don't want to have to download a manual that has small font. Okay, give me. Uh, um, 300. Well, that, that might be doable. That'd be doable. Yeah, totally. Cool. Well, um, that sounds like you got some fun plans. I think, I think that I, you know, I f- I'm, I'm glad I'm feeling better than I did last weekend. Um, which is good. I was feeling pretty like just last week was such a weird week because, you know, Cases in King County were still going up. Not that they're like going down quite yet, but they're definitely yep. not like skyrocketing. They appear to be kind of going vaguely down. The incident rate is going, the incidence rate is going down a little, um, which is good. Um, it's kind of like holding steady. I always figured like Seattle's a bit of a rule follower kind of place. So, yep. You like to see, like, I feel, I always felt like we would kind of be the kind of place where uh, people would, you know, pivot pretty quickly. So city of Ross Gellers. Yeah. Ross Kellers. What? Ross Gellers. Oh, from friends. Pivot. Yeah. He's also a bit of a rule follower. So he sucked. I think we can all agree Ross sucked. (laughs) Him and his stupid fake accent. (laughs) Oh my god, what a dork. I don't really have an opinion. I just thought the show was kind of entertaining. The one time I I just remember I just remember in college everyone would be like watching Friends or Gilmore Girls all the time. I'd be like Gilmore Girls is a much better series. Yeah, I would rather watch Gilmore Girls, but I was also like, these are the shows that you just want to watch all the time. I and I just want I just want to watch stuff that was still on TV, kind of like like we're already at the point where we're just watching comfort television that's off the air. Like, can we like watch stuff that's like 
we can have a conversation about every week. It was that. Okay, so it was that and it was The Office. And I just, okay, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I wanted to watch America's Next Top Model and nobody wanted to watch it with me. There it is. There it is. I just wanted is. to watch Tyra Banks be ridiculous. Uh, actually, right, I might chop down a tree today. It's actually. Ooh, that sounds fun. Yeah, I've always dead, wanted to chop down a tree. I have a dead tree that my landlord gave me permission to ch- chop down. You should film that. You should do like a, like a, the, a time lapse. It's only like a 10 foot. It's really small. But how long would it take you to? Depends on if I decide I want to fill the whole thing in one go or if I want to take it in a couple of chunks. I think I still think it'd be fun to time lapse it. Just I'm probably going to take you to a couple of chunks, even though it's way more work to do it that way. I think it sounds like fun. We'll see. Sounds I don't know. We'll see after I eat breakfast how much energy I feel like I have today. I should have put more milk in my smoothie because it's just so thick. I just don't put milk in my smoothies. Do you put water in your smoothies? Yeah, I do spinach. Protein powder, frozen strawberries, and water, and that's it. Uh, today I had spinach, frozen banana, uh, strawberry, Greek yogurt, uh, chia seeds, and a touch of milk. You, I, you don't, I, you I don't like banana. Nope. I know. I know. Can't I think Rick's going to get some PB2. I want to make sure my, my smoothies have protein, so that's mm-hmm. why I'm getting the PB2. I want to make sure they have fiber for chia seeds. I want to make sure they have oh, fat, yeah, I put, avocado. I just put soluble fiber in mine. Avocado, fiber. Yeah. Um, and then spinach and fruit. Uh, no, Rick bought banana and then it was like so green. I just chopped it up and put it in the freezer for uh, to thaw out for either making banana bread or smoothies. Smoothies one. Well, there you go. Well, I'm going to get rolling. Rolling on out of here. Roll on down the road. All right. Cool. Well, uh, have a great rest of your weekend and next week. And uh, to all of the folk out there, uh, stay positive, taste negative. Uh, Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. Goodbye. Bye.